0: Hello, Knowledge Seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the groundbreaking work, A Vindication of the Rights of Woman, by Mary Wollstonecraft. Published in 1792, this historic text stands as one of the earliest works of feminist philosophy. Wollstonecraft passionately argues for the equal education of women, positing that society and families will only thrive when women are given the opportunity to be rational partners to men. Amidst the social and intellectual turmoil of the 18th century, Wollstonecraft's writing was revolutionary. She calls out the stark gender inequalities and submits a powerful case for a world where women's rights are recognized as human rights. This book is a seminal text for understanding the evolution of feminist thought and how it has shaped our world today. Author Mary Wollstonecraft, an English writer, was incredibly forward-thinking for her time and is regarded as one of the pioneering advocates for women's equality, with works like Thoughts on the Education of Daughters, She Laid a Foundation for Future Generations of Feminists. This episode is a must-listen for feminists, whether they are longtime advocates or new supporters seeking historical context. It's also tremendously enlightening for history and sociology students, providing a critical lens into the gender dynamics of the past. Additionally, This episode presents an informative perspective for men and anyone interested in historical women's rights issues. Join us as we uncover the compelling arguments and the enduring legacy of A Vindication of the Rights of Woman. A Vindication of the Rights of Woman, a masterpiece of feminist philosophy. Introduction. Unveiling the Foundations of Feminism. A dive into the pioneering work of Mary Wollstonecraft. Step back into the year 1792, a time before the hashtag movements and the women's marches, and you'll find the roots of a revolution in a potent treatise. A Vindication of the Rights of Woman. Written by Mary Wollstonecraft, this groundbreaking text lit the spark for feminist thought and continues to fan the flames of gender equality discourse centuries later. A Vindication of the Rights of Woman confronts issues that, even after 200 years, echo in contemporary discussions. From the skewed educational opportunities granted to boys over girls, to the societal scripting of gender roles, and the profound need for women's voices in the democratic landscape, Wollstonecraft's work resonates with a striking familiarity. Dive into the heart of her arguments as we explore the critical reflections that continue to shape modern feminism. You'll discover why prioritizing beauty over other virtues in women undermines the respect typically afforded to men, how childhood play for girls perpetuates an already embedded physical inequity, and the intriguing ways in which gender inequality begets unsatisfactory and faltering marital bonds. Join us on a journey through a time capsule of feminist philosophy, where the words of Wollstonecraft shed light on the enduring struggle for women's rights and respect. Part 1. Breaking Barriers. The Call for True Equality and Respect for Women. For far too long, women have been relegated to the status of second-class citizens, their value diminished to that of mere companions for men with a historical narrative stretching as far back as the biblical tale of Eve's creation from Adam's rib. But in the pursuit of justice and equity, we can no longer afford to cling to such antiquated views. The journey to reshape society into one that honours fairness begins with elevating the presence and influence of women within its very fabric. Imagine a world where the voices of women echo with equal strength in the halls of literature where they can authoritatively challenge the long-standing perceptions of their inferiority propagated by men. By restricting women's intellectual diet to trivial stories and withholding materials that sharpen critical thinking, society has muzzled their dissenting voices, branding outspoken women as unladylike. It is time to dismantle this narrative. Women must also claim their rightful place within the spheres of governance. The absence of women in these decision-making bodies leads to a blind spot, where the rights and needs of half the population are often overlooked or misunderstood. Beyond representation lies the deeper quest for virtue, a quality that has remained elusive to women not for lack of capability, but because of societal limitations. True virtue arises from knowledge and action, privileges routinely denied to women. Instead, Society grooms women to embody a surface level virtue, a facade of beauty and poise that lacks the substance that comes from the ability to reason and wield intellectual might. Earned respect is a treasure women have been unjustly barred from attaining. This respect, the kind that garners admiration from one man to another, is anchored in education and the freedom to cultivate virtue. Only when women gain unfettered access to learning, to understand and engage with the world critically, will the barriers crumble, allowing them to ascend to their rightful place of respect and rational contribution. In this vision lies the heart of the transformation, a metamorphosis that unleashes the true potential of femininity in all its virtuous splendor. Part two, educational equality paving the way for girls' bright futures. In the quest for equality, one must ask, why should girls not have the same educational rights and opportunities as boys? The silent yet pervasive belief that girls are inherently different and less capable than boys has seeped into the fabric of our upbringing, creating a chasm of inequality that follows us into adulthood. The antidote is strikingly straightforward. Schools should open their doors Equally to both boys and girls, offering them the same curriculum and learning experiences. The classroom should be a melting pot of diversity, where children from all walks of life can blend their perspectives, learning not only from their books but from each other. The narrative of inequality also seems to find its echoes among the wealthy, where opulent educational institutions teach students that they are beyond the reaches of common reason and the practical knowledge that shapes the everyday world. This mirrors the injustice faced by women, who are often denied the chance at education altogether, both circles subtly coaxed into believing that intellect is irrelevant to their privileged existence. Yet this attitude is a disservice to all, creating a fragmented society, ridden with hierarchy and unnecessary division. Even on the playground we witness traces of these divisions, As girls are often told to play gently with their dolls, while boys are encouraged to roughhouse and explore outdoors, thereby fostering physical strength. Our society's pattern of discouraging girls from physical vigor only amplifies the natural differences in strength between the genders, further entrenching the misguided notion of female frailty. The consequences are dire a perpetuated reliance of women on men, and a life spent chasing beauty as the sole metric of worth, both in body and mind, the scales of equality tip unfairly. It's time to level the playing field, fostering a world where girls and boys alike can kick a ball, climb a tree, and aspire to intellectual greatness with equal fervor and support. In this respect, education becomes not just a tool, but a weapon against the chains of inequality, a beacon of hope for every girl dreaming of a world where her potential is boundless. Part 3 The Chains of Beauty How Women's Oppression is Upheld Through Physical and Mental Confinement. The landscape of gender disparity takes root in the early years of education and physical development, casting a long shadow over the lives of women. This division is no accident, it's a mechanism of control, enabling men to sustain an upper hand by keeping women both mentally and physically subdued. Men, primarily desiring to maintain women as objects of pleasure, or exerting dominance for the sake of power, have crafted a society that positions attractiveness as a woman's highest virtue. This emphasis on physical appeal deliberately omits strength, deemed too masculine, and entwines a woman's worth with her success in securing a husband. The societal script dictates that to be an ideal wife, one must be alluring and submissive. However, The ramifications of such a life, singularly dedicated to marriage prospects and physical allure, foster a hidden viciousness beneath the surface of restrained poise. Deprived of the opportunity to seek kinship and intellectual growth through conversational bonds, women are pitted against one another, leading to cycles of envy and animosity. Picture a household where a man's unmarried sister moves in, only to be ousted by a jealous wife, the air thick with unwarranted suspicion. Such scenarios breed deceit, as women feel compelled to employ subterfuge, believing these are the necessary tools to safeguard their relationships. Yet this cycle spins a narrative of justification for men, who then point to such behavior to legitimize their oppressive tactics. In a world where women could stand shoulder to shoulder with men, recognizing their own physical and intellectual prowess as equal, the tides would shift. Far from just acting as a catalyst for personal growth, this enlightenment would ripple through marriages, fostering healthier and more meaningful bonds between partners. The true liberation of women, and consequently a more harmonious society, hinges on the shattering of these metaphorical mirrors of vanity. It lies in the recognition that beauty should not confine women, but that they ought to walk freely, empowered by their diverse and comprehensive capabilities. Part 4. Embracing Equality, the Key to Deepening Bonds Between Men and Women The conventional dynamics of marriage, steeped in the inequality between the genders, have too often reduced the relationship between a man and his wife to mere function, that of procreation, or for the man, an adornment that enhances his social stature. This narrative needs to shift towards one where men and women form relationships based on friendship, cultivating connections that are robust, profound, and ultimately more enduring than fleeting romances. Friendship's value in a relationship surpasses the ephemeral charm of romantic love, but forging such partnerships is no small undertaking. When women are taught to only mimic the outward expressions of morality without truly grasping the essence of virtue, men may reciprocate with attitudes that oscillate between condescension and dismissiveness particularly when women challenge these externally imposed ideals. True equality will burgeon when women are empowered to internalize virtue and morality on an equal footing with men, earning genuine mutual respect. This parity in intellectual and moral standing is the bedrock upon which the friendship between the sexes can flourish, transforming the dynamic of interaction from one of dominance and subservience to that of equals in a world where equality permeates the relationship between men and women. The motivations that drive men to seek out prostitutes or indulge in extramarital affairs would be significantly diminished. These behaviors are often born from a lack of common ground, a void filled only by the basic instinct to perpetuate our species, leading to men's waning interest post-marriage, but envision a partnership where both partners view each other as equals the ubiquitous double standard that tacitly permits men's promiscuity, while demanding women's chastity, would begin to vanish. Rather than pursuing cheap thrills or regarding their wives as strangers, men would find a partner for life within their equals. Similarly, women would no longer resort to manipulation or bear the brunt of mistrust, their relationships grounded on a foundation of respect and equality. Fostered by egalitarian upbringings that prioritize their inner virtues over superficial beauty, women would engage with their husbands on a multitude of intellectual and emotional levels. Such profound changes would not only free women from the bonds of societal expectation, but also dismantle the grim necessity of prostitution by opening avenues for self sufficiency through intellectual empowerment. Part 5. The Ripple Effect How Empowering Women Enriches Society. The campaign for granting women greater rights is not a call for female supremacy. Rather, it is an appeal for justice, for establishing an equal playing field where women and men can contribute side by side to the progress of society. Envision a world in which women stand as the true equals of men, fully equipped to nurture and instruct the next generation the transformative power of education becomes strikingly clear. Mothers capable of intellectual guidance would revolutionize the learning environment for their children. No longer left in the hands of tutors or relegated to frivolous pastimes, sons and daughters would equally benefit from their mother's wisdom. In a household where the mother is educated and respected, even her interactions with servants would exude kindness, observed by her children and instilling values of compassion and respect, rather than the malignant tendencies wrought from witnessing power wielded with cruelty. Entrenched inequalities relinquished, women would ascend beyond the confining preoccupations with attire and social appearances to tackle issues of far reaching consequence. Picture women as pioneering doctors eradicating once-fatal diseases, or as informed mothers adeptly ensuring the health of their offspring. In this reimagined society, the knowledge surrounding the benefits of breastfeeding would be widespread. Such awareness could decrease the high frequency of births, alleviate the dependence on servants, and promote focused nurturing for each child. Affording women rights equal to those of men doesn't merely adjust the scales of gender justice It triggers a cascade of societal improvements. The collective wisdom of humanity would be doubled, with women stepping forward as educators, innovators, and leaders. Thus, the singular act of empowering women could very well be the impetus the world needs to heal, thrive, and foster a community rooted in equality and mutual respect. Final Summary The doctrine that underlies the advocacy for gender equality is simple yet profound. When men and women interact as equals, it is not solely women who gain, but the very fabric of society is enriched. The persistent narrative of female inferiority finds its roots in a glaring educational inequity, where girls confront the barriers to the avenues of knowledge that boys traverse freely. This disparity in education casts long shadows undermining women's potential contributions in various fields and perpetuating a cycle of dependency and limited personal growth. By recalibrating our approach to how we educate and value the roles of girls and women, we afford them the tools to become educators, thinkers and pioneers who can shape a brighter future for the world. Embracing the equality of women thus serves as a catalyst for social innovation bolstering economic and intellectual prosperity. It encourages the formation of healthier relationships, fosters maternal and child well-being, and dismantles the archaic structures that have long stifled half of society's talents and capabilities. In our final contemplation, the message is clear and resonant. The movement towards recognizing and actualizing women's equal rights is not a matter of tipping the scales, but rather of balancing them, to create a world that thrives on the full participation of all its citizens, irrespective of gender. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together,